Hi, welcome to the Mastermind Project podcast. My name is Brian McRae. I'm the founder of the Mastermind Project. And this podcast is intended to help you grow as a leader, to grow in productivity, and also to grow in relationships. Those are the three topics that we will always talk about here at the Mastermind Project. Chances are you're a small business owner or maybe a commissioned sales professional and you're looking to grow. And we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So once a month, we host an event designed to help givers grow. And so that's what we're here for. And this podcast is taken from a general session of a portion of our live event, uh, which we've now gone to virtual uh, as of 2020. So if you're comfortable, please join us. Feel free to join us. And you can go to www.briankmcrae.com and you can register for our next event, which is the third Thursday of the month. So sit back and enjoy the shared learning experience here of the Mastermind Project. Every month we talk about three things. We talk about relationships, we talk about leadership, and we talk about productivity. And those are kind of three things that we have to balance every month if we want to build a business. Because if you're here, you're probably a small business owner or, you have, or you're a commissioned sales professional. And you probably don't know what your income is going to look like 30, 60, or 90 days from now. So we're here to try to help you build a business that you can invest in where you're investing in other people because it's built for the long run. It's not built for a sprint, it's built for the long term. So if you're here for the first time, I hope you hear something and that's what we're gonna talk about today is gratitude. And this event actually is, what we're gonna talk about today is actually one of my favorite topics because I believe there's a triple win to be had. Now what's a triple win? It's where there's tr three wins. The first thing, we talk about leadership and we talk, I'm gonna start there. Leadership is influence. And for the sake of today, what we want to talk about is leadership in terms of what it means. And if you ask yourself what it means, the most common definition usually becomes its influence. It's, it's having an impact on other people. And influence is derived from our own thoughts, words, and actions. Take a look at any leader. How they think shows up in their words. Their words, what they say to themselves, is showing up in their actions. So today, this is about leadership. So the first win here today is for you. We talk about personal development, always precedes professional growth. This is an example of it. I believe today you're gonna hear some things that will help you. That's gonna be the first win. You win. If you take this information, and by the way, it's not mine. I just happen to curate it and put it in a way that I hope makes a difference for you. But the first win is for you. The second win, when you, op when you operationalize gratitude, the second win, who's the second win for? The recipient. the recipient, the people we serve. The people we serve. Now, we talk about winning at work and at home, and I'm gonna just tell you, when you, oper when, when you take this gratitude and you understand it and you start to incorporate it into business, I think it's gonna pour over, and candidly, I think the third win is the people you love are gonna win. Because that's what the purpose of this event is about. We wanna help you win at work, but we also, everything that we talk about here is designed to help you win at home and in the, in the, in, in supporting the people around you as well. So, but it all starts with leadership. It all starts with leadership. And we're gonna talk about those three things today because it's influence, but we're gonna talk about thoughts, words, and actions, okay? So, you guys ready? Triple win? All right. So. There's a guy named Craig Groeschel, and he said this, and so he said, uh, our th so we started with thoughts. Leadership is influence, influence is our thoughts, words, and actions. 
How many of you agree with this? Our lives are moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. Yeah, yeah it happens. Now, here's some interesting stats. 95% of the thoughts that we have are the same, as, same ones as we had yesterday. How many of you get caught? By the way, you don't need to raise your hand on this one. <laughs> I'm only going to ask for positive affirmation for you to raise your hand. But how many of you are having the same thoughts you were having yesterday? And then how many of you are getting caught up in this crazy? 80% of our thoughts are negative. It's true. Now, by the way, don't ask me where the stat. By the way, the first, first thing came from Craig Groeschel. I heard a speaker talk about these last two stats. I haven't vetted them, but from personal experience, a lot of things I'm thinking about today are the same things I thought about yesterday. And if you look at any psychological study, they're going to talk about the vast majority of our thoughts being negative. Another interesting stat, 36%, post-pandemic, 36% of people would admit, openly admit that they feel anxious or depressed. Where's that at? It's up here, which is our thoughts. And then only 14%, now there's a, uh, another book, you'll hear us talk about a lot of books, guys, by the way, but uh, and Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy wrote a book called uh, um, The Gap and the Gain. And in that book, he did, uh, he did a study, and only 14% of Americans actually claim to be happy, <coughs> truly happy. So guys, that's the purpose of what we're talking about here today, because the first thing we have to do is we've got to cultivate some gratitude. And as we do that, you're going to say, you know, 10% of everything that we know when we're cultivating gratitude, only 10% of what is going on in the external world will predict our success and happiness. The cool part is 25% of that is, is not based on our IQ. Only 25% of our success is based off our IQ. As somebody who didn't graduate college and who always looked at it and said, oh my gosh, well, it's, I'm going to be stacked, it's going to be stacked against me. By the way, that's my ADD kicking in. I just didn't finish. So, but that's a whole other story. But the good news is it's not because you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room because 75% of your success is based off optimism levels, social support, and ability to see stress as a challenge. That information, by the way, comes from Sean Acor. Um, there's a great TED talk. If you want to get, help get your mind right and, and think about gratitude, I would encourage you to go watch Sean Acor. It's one of the most watched YouTube videos of all time. And then 90% of long-term happiness is just simply predicted by the way our brain processes the world. Now notice what we just said. Our brain, typically, just a standard study says 80% of our thoughts are negative. But 95% of our success is determined based off of the way we process the world. So what do we do about that? It starts with gratitude. It all starts with gratitude. And you saw this, uh, you may have seen this, we used this when we were uh, promoting the event, but gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. And the more you express gratitude, the more likely you'll have even more to express gratitude for. We've all heard Zig, Zig's name before. But uh, Zig, always, Zig had a great philosophy of life, and, and if you ever have listened to Zig or had the privilege of meeting him, then uh, you would know that gratitude was at the core of everything. Uh, one of my favorite studies was, uh, you know, our, not studies, but uh, stories about Zig was he met somebody and, um, you know, they attended one of his events and he was sharing the story about how they walked up to him and said, uh, uh, you know, Zig, this is all good stuff, but I hate my job. And he said, really? He says, well, you know, well, tell me, what, what is it? And they went on and gave him, about, uh, gave him a couple minutes to talk about it. And then he said, well, do me a favor. What are you grateful for? Nothing. I don't like my boss. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. He says, well, what are you grateful for from that? And they said, nothing. He said, okay, well, do you get a paycheck every week? I said, yeah. 
You get benefits? Yeah. Do you have some good coworkers? Yeah. So he just, he was trying to help them reframe, and that was Zig's approach to life with his philosophy, was that it was always beginning in gratitude. Now, Zig has been one of the, one of the premier personal development names of, of, this, of, of the last century. So, but the point is, it all starts with gratitude. So when we operationalize it, number one, we've got to cultivate it. We've got to cultivate it. If you want to change your life, you've got to change something you do on a daily basis. Okay? What does that mean? What are you doing on a daily basis to cultivate gratitude? Anybody? By the way, it's a mastermind event. If you take a look at the event and what mastermind means, that when two or more people get together, we share ideas. So this is your chance. What are you doing on a Joe? Uh, well, something, you <laughs> 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 something you did. So let's just go there. What, what are you doing, Joe? Day, just you know, we've all heard this, but you know, writing out three things you're grateful for, two things you're, uh, you know, that more of an affirmation statement, uh, and then a big win from yesterday. So, look at Joe. Joe's already in that, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Now, by the way, if you're hanging out at this event for the first time, I think we've got a glossary of terms hanging out there. There's some unique terms that get mentioned around here, and what Joe just mentioned was a three, two, one journal or a three, two, one challenge, um, and one of those uh, you'll hear about that in the academy if you join that. Uh, you'll hear about that in our coaching program if you decide to join that, and then we'll talk about it in Jumpstart. So you're going to hear some products today, guys, in terms of if you like what you hear today. So Joe, thank you for mentioning it, but how do we express it? So John Maxwell said that if you want to change your life, you've got to change something you do daily. And gratitude, expressing three things that we're grateful for is always a good... Joe, by the way, this was for you. I should have teed you up, so... <laughs> three, by the way, this uh, this... This idea came from Sean Acor in the video that, he t that I mentioned to you earlier. But um, Sean said if you, do, if you, if you write down, th by the way, you can't write down the same things. You can be grateful for those things, but you need to write down three new things on a daily basis. Why new? Yes? It starts your brain looking for positivity every day. Yeah. There we go. When we're gonna cultivate gratitude, if we start looking for things, that, notice what it said up there. 95% of our success is based off the way we process the world. Well, if 80% of our thoughts are negative, are we processing the world? Is it, is it, how easy is it to get positive results with negative thinking? It's not. So we've got to cultivate this gratitude. And the, one of the easy things to do is to get a journal, get a piece of paper, by the way, I do encourage it to be handwritten. It's usually, it, it, studies have shown if you use your handwriting, the retention, the, 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 the comprehension of what you're talking about increases significantly. Now, by the way, some of you have a smart device and you'll probably put it on there. I know people do that as well, but just three new things. So here's what I want you to do. I want you at your table, let's take some time, and we're gonna, by the way, we like to connect you. So we like to have some good content, but we also know there's some magic that happens when content and people collide. So what I want you to do is I want you to turn around at your table, and I want you to let's go put some of this stuff to action. Get a piece of paper, get a pen, and then just write down three things you're grateful for. All right, anybody, uh, any, anybody hear something interesting in terms of what somebody was grateful for? Anybody, what did you hear at your table that uh, was interesting to you from another person? Anybody hear anything? Yes? 
Still here grateful for his health. He said he wouldn't be alive today for an accident, but he's grateful that he's alive and in this room. Hey, no. dude, I would say, and we are too. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we kind of have a little phrase around here. The room is better with you in it, and Bill, you're, uh, the, the, the room is better with you in it today. Yeah, grateful for, uh, for being here. So um, after, I'm assuming a pretty serious accident, so. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody else hear anything that's interesting? If you want to try to top that one. <laughs> yes, Dennis. I will say, Luke, that somebody was happy about their body parts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And anybody else? <laughs> yes, Paul. So someone in our table mentioned that they were happy for the group of people. And as I look around at our table, it's like a group of people that we've all known each other for years for one for one facet or another. It's not like we all work together. You know, we we know each other from BNI. We used to work together. We're an accelerate. We've worked together. It's just really cool, you know. So great. So Paul, uh, Paul, see, that's, he, Paul said he's grateful for the people at the table. Somebody just kind of mentioned that. And so good stuff. Now, guys, let me just ask you this. I want you to just take a little personal audit. How was your positivity factor, personal positivity factor, after going through that exercise? Potter? It's way up because uh, you know, it's one thing to say you're very happy to see all these people that you've known for a while. But then some other people can suck in and it's really personal. That they're going through. And it all of a sudden it completely changes the way you think. Yeah. And instead of saying, I'm too superficial. I'm not, I gotta get. I gotta step up to the plate a little better, and it just made me feel really, really good. Yeah. About hearing that. Yeah, that's good, Potter. Yeah, guys. I, I this right here, this cultivating of gratitude, is one of the foundational things we can do. It's because it's really taking captive of our thoughts. And again, I mentioned earlier, our thoughts. You know, uh, Craig Craig Rochelle said, our thoughts, our lives are moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. We've got to take captive those thoughts and then cultivate the new ones. And gratitude is the place to start. It is the foundational emotion of all other emotions. So that is, that's where we're trying to go here is to get you in the, in the habit of practicing this because our brains can't process negative and positive at the same time. Our brains can't do it. And our natural tendency just for survival instinct is to what? Negative. But guess what? Most of our survival stuff is really taken care of these days. We're blessed. So it's taking, taking those thoughts captive and then cultivating gratitude. And you can do that with that very simple exercise. Now, by the way, some people say, do you have to limit it to three? Well, I don't know. Let me ask you. Do you need to limit it to three? No. But just do three things. The interesting thing from that study the interesting thing from that study, Sean Acor, if you watch this video, which I'd encourage, if you just want to feel better, go watch this video. One of the best uh, YouTube videos of all time. But in that video, he said, if you write these three things down, they did some studies. And, um, and the happiness baseline for individuals, they took us, did a study, asked people about their, you know, questioned them on their happiness, and came up with a score for that. And they had them just write down three new things for 21 days. I'm not getting into debate about whether that's a habit or not. That's not the point. But, but 21 days, they came back 
and asked them a similar set of questions to give them a happiness score. And what they found is that their happiness tripled and the benefit, just for those doing it those 21 days, just the benefit of doing it for 21 days increased their happiness score for six months. Okay, wow. Okay, do write three new things down for 21 days and you get six months worth of benefit. How many of you are in for that? What's the ROI on that? Okay, now let me ask you this. What if we took, what if we took John Maxwell's advice and did it daily? What's the benefit to you, those you serve and those you love, if you did that on a daily basis? Unbelievable. Unbelievable, exactly. So that's where the triple win comes in. Just this one little habit. All right, so now we're talking about cultivating it, and then uh, here's why, it creates an emotion. And the key component behind all of this is that once we have the emotion, we have to express it, and that's where we come in next. And I talked about this gratitude, and this is from Cicero, uh, a philosopher said, gratitude is, the, is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. And if we could just call the virtue and emotion are similar, not the same, but if we call it, the, it is the emotion that kind of is the, it creates everything else. All right, so what we wanna do is we wanna now talk about expressing gratitude. So here's what we've done. We've talked about capturing our thoughts, getting a hold and understanding that 80% of our thoughts are negative and it doesn't produce positive results. We've talked about cultivating or creating gratitude through a simple habit. And now it's expressing it. What is the importance of expressing it? It's the only way to share. It's the only way to share, exactly. Expressing gratitude. Yes, Robin. It makes it more real. It makes it more real. So let me ask you this. If you're grateful for, think, I want you to think about somebody at home, in your personal life, and I want you to think about somebody at work. If you're grateful for them, and they don't know it, is it real? Now, that's a question for you. I'm not getting into a philosophical, but the point is, if we don't express our gratitude, it actually communicates ingratitude. What does that mean? Negative. It's negative. They feel unappreciated. They feel unappreciated. Let's go to the business side of things right now. How many of you want more referrals? How many of you are emotionally grateful for the referrals? How many of you have expressed gratitude for the referrals? I hope that's the case. I hope the hands go up. We have to express it. You know, a mentor of mine said the number one reason that we, you know, the first reason we don't get a referral is people don't know that they're important to us. The, the reason we don't get the second referral, lack of expressed gratitude, lack of expressed appreciation. So if you want multiple referrals, we gotta love on people. And if we're gonna love on people, we gotta cultivate that gratitude ourselves. Does that make sense? You can see the multiplier factor here. Okay, so expressing gratitude. Now, what we're gonna do is just share some best practices here. We're gonna walk through this and just kinda, of how do we express it? And one of the ways that we do that is through handwritten notes. Now, we're gonna talk about this because this is one of the simplest ways to do it. Why handwritten? By the way, it's not the only way. Expressing gratitude, so remember, we said that leadership is influence, influence is thoughts. So we've captured our thoughts. We've cultivated better thoughts. Now we're going to express them 
with what? Words and actions. So I want you to see how this all ties into leadership. So leadership, you being a leader. Now, by the way, some of you have, I've had individuals that come up to me afterwards and say, I'm not a leader. Okay, how many of you are in sales? How many of you want to have a positive influence and, and get a positive result because you believe you, what you do services, serves other people well? If you don't, you probably need a new profession. But <laughs> if you feel like you're serving people, then your job is to influence them in a positive way. And we can do that through our thoughts, which are then communicated or expressed through our words and our actions. That's the definition of leadership. So if you're in sales, you're in leadership. If you're a solopreneur, you're in leadership. You might say, I'm not, you know, I'm just my, my own business. No, you're leading other people. If, you've got, if you want more than one customer, if you want one customer, you have to lead. And that's why leadership is influence. So one of the ways to express in words and actions is the handwritten note. It's just one form, but we're gonna talk about it today because it's one of the most powerful ways that you can build a business and you can show appreciation. So just a quick story. Um, it's interesting, you guys have noticed, we know some names around here, and there's some people that have been hanging around this event quite a while. Um, there hasn't been one that's been hanging around this event any longer than, than a story that I'm gonna be telling you. So about 12 years ago, um, I attended an event, actually an event by a guy who encouraged me to start this event, Michael Mayer. So I go in and I, um, and by the way, you'll see a heavy Michael Mayer influence, and uh, we still talk about his book, and what's up there at Seven Levels of Communication. Great book. But uh, I went to Michael's event and um, had the privilege of getting invited to lunch. Um, candidly, it's because I expressed appreciation for him writing the book, and I implemented something, and I shared it with him, and he appreciated it. He invited me to lunch. At lunch, I sit at a table. Now, by the way, uh, just complete transparency. This guy was interesting to me, but... How many of you have ever met somebody and, and said, that profession can't help me? That's me. <laughs> Paul, Paul and I share a similar story. But um, we, had a good, we had a good lunch. Um, but I will tell you, after lunch, I didn't think much. I did get a business card. Um, I think I put him in my database. I'm actually pretty positive I did. That, I used, that was a pretty common habit for me. But I didn't think much of it in terms of follow-up. That's just the truth. I don't know that I've ever told him that, so he's probably hearing that for the first time. Um, but it, that's the truth. But here's the deal. You're probably the same way in many of your professions. Let me tell you what this guy did. He just continued to implement. He continued to show gratitude. He continued to show love. He continued to show caring. And honestly, I'm a, mor I'm a mortgage guy. This guy happened to be a home inspector. Now, how many mortgage guys are ordering home inspections? Exactly. This speaks to the character of the person. I got a handwritten note. Probably three or four days after the event. Mail service was a little bit faster then. Just kidding, just kidding. If you're a postal worker, thank you for what you do. So we're grateful that the mail comes. We really are. But um, he sent me a handwritten note. Now, by the way, it was incredibly impactful because he did one thing. He made it about me. He didn't make it about him. So I get this note, um, and we literally, shortly thereafter, um, Michael encouraged us to start what has become this event. 
and, uh, and we met there and he's just continued to show up and I've gotten to know him. But the story here is it's a habit of this. He expresses gratitude on a consistent basis and he takes, when he does that in the form of a handwritten note. And I will tell you, I, 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 I don't know how many handwritten notes this guy's done, but at the time he worked for a large national company and um, as a home inspector and he continued to practice this on a daily basis, sending handwritten notes. And you've all heard the story of people having a consistent practice, but he did it time and time again. And he would send them to everyone, but he also loved on his real estate partners because they were the ones referring him business. But it didn't limit it to that. But he definitely did that, and you would see that, and he would express it, and he was always he was always the number one champion for whoever he was trying to communicate with. But he did that, and that was the, his biggest expense, to my understanding, in his business, was postage stamps. <laughs> this guy wrote note after note after note. He became the number one home inspector in the United States for, that, for the, what I think was the largest home inspection company in the country. He was the number one inspector. Expressing gratitude in the form of a handwritten note. So when you see what can be done, when we change something we do daily and there's a win. So by the way, the guy I'm talking about, he's sitting back there and he's just gonna continue to sit. Mark, would you do me a favor? Would you stand up please? So Mark Warren is, that's the story. Just a simple handwritten note he built his business on. Now, if you want to hear Mark's story, he's working for his, he ended up starting his own firm because he wanted to make a bigger impact. And so he did, and uh, he's got a couple people back here. I think it's uh, Juan and Electa. Did I get the name right? Julio. 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 <laughs> and Electa. Electa's the one I was trying to remember. <laughs> Julio, I am sorry. So, but uh, anyway, he's got a couple of his team members back there. But the, the point is, handwritten notes work. Now, why do they work? Well, <laughs> how many of you have not opened a handwritten note? Well, all right, here's what I want to know. We're going to ask one negative question. Where's the 1% of you that didn't open up the handwritten note? That's what I want to know. I would need to meet that person. I work with those people as a home organizer. Ah, got it. So your customers aren't opening them because they can't find them. <laughs> Got it. So the power of a handwritten note is, look, it has got the highest open rate of any piece that you can send, you know? And so it just works. So it's got a good open rate. But let's, uh, let's, let's walk through this. The readiness to show appreciation. That's, uh, that's what we are when we are trying to express gratitude. It's the readiness to show appreciation. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, a, hand, a good handwritten note, if you're doing it, and these are, by the way, these are, these aren't just my ideas, but Mark, every handwritten note. By the way, has anybody gotten a handwritten note from Mark in the room? I know there's probably, yep, yeah, raise your hand if you've gotten one. It's a treasure, isn't it? Let me just ask you, did it bring out, did you feel like he brought the best out of you? Yeah. He affirmed something in you when he sent that. Positive labels. If we start, now by the, what do I mean by positive labels? Anybody got an example? Let's tie this all together. We're talking about leadership. We talked about 
writing three things down. Somebody in here, I think it came, it was this table over here, said we write, when we start to practice gratitude, our brain changes the way we look for things in the world. How many of you have noticed something positive about somebody you've met today? Anybody want to affirm somebody? What'd you notice? Anybody? Everybody at this table is all outgoing and smiles and introduces themselves. And you start to notice these things. They're kind, exactly. Guys, what I want you to do is I want you to be noticing. What happens is when you start to, when you start to look for gratitude, you start to become a noticer. And you're going to walk into a room, you're going to shake somebody's hand, you're going to like their tie, you're going to like their shoes, you're going to like their smile, you're going to like their eyes. Now be careful, by the way, just, but. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Okay. You're going to notice. You might hear something about their story that you appreciate. Look for things you can appreciate. Why? Because it gives you, if you've got a business card, you've got a chance to do what Mark did. You can express it, and that's all he did. He put positive labels on things that I rarely had anybody acknowledge. For a guy I met and had probably spent 10 minutes talking to that day. So I just want you to know, when you get a business card, there's a good way to make an, a different impression if you're going to follow up. Let me rephrase. When you follow up after this event. All right? So, you know, you can be looking for things. Hey, you're so organized. How's that one for a, uh, you're so conscientious. Just be looking. You're noticing things. Um, you're such a good connector. All right. And then uh, the exponential excitement, because that's what happens when you celebrate awesome. It's exponential. You feel good about acknowledging somebody, and they feel better about themselves. Who wins? Everyone. Exactly. So that's the point behind this, is that when we do this, when we start to express this gratitude, because we gravitate towards things that we're acknowledged for. Do you guys agree with that? So I want you to think about it. And again, there's a lot of personal application here. What's the professional application? Anybody, any light bulbs going off for anybody? What's the professional application here? What's the business application behind all of this? When it comes time to whatever your field is, they'll think about you back. It's reciprocity. You make people feel good, they want to help. I'm a firm believer that everybody loves to help and everybody wants to be helped. Candidly, that's why we're in the room. I mentioned it earlier. If you keep showing up in this room, you believe that as well. You love to help people and you love to be helped. But you want to start with service. You want to start, and this is a good way because every, if you're trying to build a business and you don't have some big you know, corporate budget, which most of us in this room don't have a big marketing budget, our personal brand is our marketing. How we are perceived, and we're all playing, by the way, we're all, every one of us in our business is in real estate. Now some of you sell physical real estate, the rest of you are in the mental real estate game. You're trying to be remembered. Is there a better way to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered? Now, by the way, let's assume competence is, is, not, is you have to be competent at what you do. Otherwise, people aren't going to refer you. But assuming a room full of competent people, who's somebody going to think about most frequently? 
the one, one the, the one that made them feel good, the one that they remembered. So that's the game we're all in. We're all in the in the real estate game, and we're trying to have whether it's a client, whether it's a, a, a strategic partner. We like to call those ambassadors and champions and potential champions around this community. But these are people that can refer us time and time again. Our job is to have them think about us. A handwritten note is a great way to buy and create influence in mental real estate. Do you guys agree with that? Yes. Yeah. All right. So if you see it, that's the other component here. Celebrate awesome. And if you, if you see it, say it. You can use your words. It can be spoken or written. All right. So operation, operationalized gratitude. Um, how many of you currently are using handwritten notes in your business? All right, good. So what I want to do is just walk through some best practices. These are not intended to be a all-encompassing. These are just some of the things that we've seen over time and studying and curating good content. So we're just going to try to give you some good things. So if you're trying, if you want to start to implement this on a consistent basis, it'll jumpstart what you're doing. Okay? Does that make sense? All right. We talked about this earlier, unexpressed, unexpressed gratitude communicates ingratitude. And the, and the antidote to that is actually expressing it. We talked about uh, influence. So let's get into this a little bit. What I want you to do is, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to make a list. I want you to make a list of five people. Make a list of five people that come to your mind that you think you should express something that you should write a handwritten note to. Because I want to share one other story with you here. Now, we're talking about gratitude, but um, I think um, in one of our uh, coaching summits with Accelerate, we've talked about this. I'll share this little exercise with you. It's a personal development one. Um, there's kind of three handwritten notes that you can write. This is kind of off topic around just gratitude. But um, there's three, three handwritten notes you can send. One, send it to somebody you're grateful for. Second one is send it to somebody that you love. And the third one, and this one I'm gonna share a story. Um, the third one is uh, somebody that you need to forgive. Now, the power of a handwritten note, this is a side story off of gratitude for a second. But uh, there was, uh, he's not here today. He was part of the coaching program, the Accelerate Coaching Program. And, but um, we went through this exercise and you could see the wheel spinning. And he, uh, he came up to me afterwards and said, I, I can't write that letter. I said, I said, what do you mean? Which one is it? He goes, somebody to forgive. And um, I won't go into all the details, but the short story is he had gone through a significant life event. Uh, it was actually a divorce. Um, and he chose to, uh, I said, well, write the letter. You don't have to mail it. And so my encouragement to you, though, in writing this is because the story here is that he actually wrote the letter. He shared it with his current wife and said, are you okay with me? mailing it, which I think that's a wise call, by the way. Um, but um, anyway, he mailed that letter, and he shared this story. I'm not going to share his name because he's not here today, but he shared this story at this event in the past. Um, but he, got, he talked to his wife. He dropped it in the mail. He said it's probably one of the most significant hurdles that he's ever had to overcome. Now, this guy was uh, starting a business um, and was having some success, but and he went through, he, he was part of the coaching program, but he said one of the most pivotal things in his professional career was dropping that note in the mailbox. So he got a phone call from his, he got a phone call from his ex-wife uh, and they had a great conversation. 
um, which by the way did not infringe upon his current marriage, um, but was just a very healing conversation that they had. The point was it freed him to go do what he was called to do in the world. So um, I would just encourage you, those three, if there's, if there's something on that list, maybe there's a person you wanna add to the list. I'm gonna, we're gonna, now, I'm gonna come back and get into the gratitude side of things because the first five that you mentioned, um, I just want you to be thinking about them. And what we're gonna do is kind of play this game for a second because this is where the handwritten note comes into play. You've made a list of five, you're meeting people. You've made a list of people. Maybe there's somebody on that list today that you've met today. Maybe it's somebody that you have met previously that you've lost connection with. Um, could be all, a host of things. But in our opinion, when you're running, what we've seen here, and I, by the way, I, I see a camera or a phone come out. You're free to take pictures of any of this stuff. We're, this is all, use whatever you want from this. Um, but the connection offense, which you can see there, one-to-one -one meetings, phone calls, and events, this is where this, the, the giver gets to connect with people using their voice, whether it's in person, whether it's on Zoom, um, whatever the case may be. You'll notice it's events here, which by the way, we've had, this is an event, <laughs> um, and we want you to be able to connect. By the way, uh, how many of you think implementation creates influence? Anybody? Remember that. Mark is an implementer. Um, last month, if you weren't here, we talked about events, how to leverage events to build your referral-based business. Um, just a quick story. Um, we had somebody last month that was on a panel. This is, I just wanna give you the heart of this event and what this does to help you create influence. But um, Angie was on the panel here last month. She asked me, um, well, she was telling me, she was sharing with me um, some of the follow-up. So she, number one, was, uh, she wasn't kidding. I think there was something in her, she, she had something in her mug last month. That, uh, she had some liquid courage potentially in her, uh, to, in order to get up on the panel. Uh, I'm kidding, I don't really know that. But the, uh, my point is, she got up here and she shared how she was using events. Now, she wasn't using events in her business. She started implementing them and she's had at least three people approach her She's in the title business and she's had three real estate agents approach her about doing lunch because they wanna know how she's building her business without talking about her core competence. They're approaching her not because she's great at title, they're approaching her because they can see how much she cares and what she's doing in her business. My point in all of this is we want you to go implement. I don't care whether it's a handwritten note, I don't care whether, look, you know, we've got David Awanian back here, he took notes, he's an implementer. Look around his table, he's got, he's got little cards on the table with the guests that he invited. Matt Cresco's doing the same thing. Matt's caught fire. He's gone, been taking jump start. He is building a business. He just got, Matt, how long have you been doing what you're doing? Less, six months maybe? Uh, Eight months? And he is taking this relationship model of building a business around relationship. He's just implementing it at a high level. And how many of you here today were invited by Matt? <laughs> There's Matt Cresco. Now, I'm not, uh, please no, I'm not asking, but how many of you are thankful Matt invited you to this event today? How many of you, you can give him another round. <laughs> Guys, this is the magic. When personal, Matt, Matt is focused on, and, and every, any, every individual I met, they realized that their personal development, Angie stepping up and, and speaking last month was personal development. She was scared to death to do it. Yes, you can. <laughs> Dan probably helped her as well in terms of helping get her ready for the event. So, um, actually I know you did. So, but the point is Matt is inviting people and the people that he's inviting are grateful 
that he invited them. Who do you think they're going to think about when it comes to his core competence? Him. If he needs a favor, can he ask one? Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know. If Matt asked you for some help in his business, would you help him? Raise your, by the way, everybody raise your hand. Well, how many of you would help him? Every hand went up. Now think about the antithesis to that where we're cold calling or we're calling and ask. Matt and, Matt and Mark and Angie and the people that show up at this event, they're making deposits in other people. It's an, we're in an emotional deposit business as well. We have to make emotional deposits. So anyway, that's what the connection offense is about. It's about making emotional deposits with other people. So events, phone calls, one-to-one -one meetings, and you'll notice that handwritten notes are over here as well. So what we want to do is get into handwritten notes and how, you, how some of the ways that you can use them to grow your business. And here's another interesting stat that I just kind of threw in there. People like to be appreciated. I don't remember where this stat came from. It's, uh, we had this a couple years ago in a slide, and I just thought it was interesting. And, um, but 70% of the people you come in contact with in a professional setting haven't been acknowledged. Again, another way to buy mental real estate is just simply by being grateful for someone else and expressing it. All right, power of a handwritten note. So you're gonna notice some of these things. There's several different uh, influences here. Many of this is, uh, much of this is from Seven Levels, uh, which we have books up there if you want them. There are some books for sale, by the way. Don, how much are books? $20. $20, so if you want a book, you can come get a book afterwards. We got several of our most requested copies up there. Um, but handwritten notes, um, what I love is uh, unbranded and, but representative. I'll give you a quick example. By the way, what does that mean? Unbranded but representative. What does that mean? Not a flat branch logo, but maybe not a company logo. Maybe a K for Keel. Maybe a K for Keel. Yeah. Do me a favor. Let me just ask you. If you refer someone, I just want you to do. A, you don't need to raise your hand or acknowledge this, but just ask yourself. If if you have somebody that you like to refer to, or maybe you've got somebody that you use on a consistent basis for your own personal use. If they change companies, would you stay with the company or would you follow the person? Okay, so then that is why we wanna use personal and representative cards, note cards. We don't wanna advertise, not, by the way, honor your company, do your job well, but build your brand, not your companies. Does that make sense? And one of the ways you can do that is in, in, the, in the card stock that you use. Now, by the way, you'll see something and you can use anything you want. But my suggestion to you is use something other than a company branded note card. Because it comes across as business versus personal. And how many of you refer businesses? How many of you refer people? We want people to refer, people refer people. So in our industries. So use, um, and here's an example. By the way, just ironically, I got this yesterday. Personal, representative, this is a great example. Nice card stock. This is what's really cool. Nice card stock, and then the name up top in representative. Now, by the way, you can probably tell, well, this is Dawn's. So she didn't know I was gonna mention this, but she gave this to me yesterday, just out of the blue. And I'm like, huh, we're talking about handwritten notes. So I don't know if she, was, was that just a coincidence? Or you, yes, because that's what she does. She just executes, she implements. But I love that she wrote a note to somebody that she spends a lot of time with. You still get to acknowledge the people that you deal with on a regular I will keep this. Now, for those of you, I want you to think about, um, how, by the way, how many of you throw away something that 
impacted you? How many of you throw away a handwritten note? You keep it. How many of you got a box of handwritten notes? Any got the smile file? <laughs> I got one. Yep. A smile file? It's a smile file. It makes me smile when I open it up. All right. So we want to use unbranded but representative cards. So get something to represent you. Could be a, an image of something. Um, could be, um, you know, pink lettering. Could be what, whatever it is that's representative of you. Use the word you as much as possible. Why are we using the word you? It's about them. Do like Mark. Make it about them. And I will tell you, if you can, eliminate I, we, me. Eliminate it as much as possible. And if you're going to use it, limit it. Mark. Ah. Yes, he does. People love, to, people love to hear their name and see their name, so that's good. There's another tip for you. We need to update the slide deck. Use their name. <laughs> but use the word you. Really, we want to avoid I, we, me as much as possible. Be specific with praise. This is where cultivating gratitude changes the game with your handwritten notes. When you're practicing gratitude, you're writing three things down daily, I dare you. I challenge you not to start to notice things in other people that you can put in a handwritten note. It will become so much easier for you to acknowledge. Is that something, Tom? <laughs> because I guarantee you, they will explain why or something else about it. And in a, in a note like this, it's going to spark something for them. Wow, he was really paying attention. Yep. Or he will lead back to something they can talk about with Yep, that's good, Tom. Thank you. So be specific, very specific, and call something out. I love that. That's a great example. And another example of how this helps you win at work and at home. Uh, the power of positive projection. Again, look for positive, no negatives. You always want to project positivity in your notes. Um, affirming what you see, talking about positive things, calling out what you see in terms of potential for someone, always great things. Uh, excited to hear about your project that you're going on. Can't wait to hear about the success of it. You know, just assuming posit positivity. And then uh, one little note, and by the way, Dawn did a great job of this. You know, it says upwards and onward, right rightly. Um, and that is just simply taking a look at it and what you want you to, what, I'll turn this around. Dawn, you'll notice this is slanting up to the right. Another way of subtly conveying positive projection. So, by the way, that's a scientific study just passing on. It works. People, when they read it, they don't want to read this way. They, they don't want to read this way. They want to read this way. So, the power, so, write rightly. So, I'm going to give you a couple other things just to help you get started here. All right. 
Here's just some, in order to get started, some things. Now, by the way, um, there's another great referral-based book. Uh, if anybody's heard of Larry Kendall, this is from Larry Kendall. He said there's a couple things you can start a note with. It was a pleasure, and then start to go on. Because some people, the biggest, how do I, okay, I got their name down, now what do I say? All right, here's, here, let's get you started. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure what? Exact sharing space with you. How brilliant is that? By the way, you guys know what it's going to say in your card. So, <laughs> hey, just thinking about you. By the way, these work in handwritten notes. They also work in any follow-up communication, but these work really well with handwritten notes. Just thinking about you. So, if you've lost touch with somebody, hey, just thinking about you. That's a good way to catch up. So, if you're looking for a good starter, there's one. And then, if you've heard something or maybe seen something, just send them congratulations. It's a great way to get reconnected or make a deposit, that emotional deposit with someone is using one of those three. Okay? Sure, some other things inside of the notes that would, uh, that would be useful. Um, one of the things, whenever we're saying thank you, when we get a referral, um, it's one of my favorites. Thank you for your trust, confidence, and support. I'm trying to call out what I love that they're doing for me without using my name, without using the word me. Which, by the way, I'll break that rule in just a second. But very limited. But thank you for your trust, confidence, and support. They trust me. They believe, in, believe that I can get results for them by connecting me with their client. And the support is the referral. And you can use that for anything. You can use it with a past client. You can use it with a referral partner. It's really a good way to tie in business. And then um, this one, this one I've actually incorporated. Um, John Rulin, uh, my buddy John Rulin, he wrote, the, we've, got another, we've got his book over here, Giftology. John has used uh, gratitude um, to open up some of the most significant doors. This guy is the number one, number one salesperson in his industry. Uh, how many of you have heard of Cutco Knives? Yeah. So John, um, John has been the number one guy in that company, and he does it corporately. John is walking through doors, and he uses gratitude and gifting and generosity to walk through doors like no other professional I have ever seen. And it's just authentic, because guess what business he's in? He's in the gifting business. He's in the gratitude business. He's in the generosity business, and he just shows it. He builds his business around it, and the cool part is when they see it, they want to use it. They want, they want what he has because he's just living out authentically. He's an implementer. Implementation creates influence, and John's a great example of that. I got this from him and his team. He said, you know, whenever you're thanking somebody, just say it means the world to me. So it's the one exception I make when trying to refer to myself. But what I learned from John and his team is, and my family. Why do you put that in there? Because it's true. <laughs> That's number one. Exactly. It's true. And it's personal. Remember, we want these to be personal. We don't want our company logo at the top. We want to make these as personal as possible and let people know the impact they've had on us. So just tell them, thank you. It means the world to me and my family. And if you want, you can combine those two. Thank you for your trust, support, and confidence. It means the world to me and my family. All right, so what I want to do now is uh, I want you guys to get, we've got, uh, someone was generous today. 
Don mentioned these. Where did these come from? Mark. See? So in the middle of your table, open them up. I need somebody at the table to take a leadership position and pass these out. Thank you, Mark Warren. By the way, this, is, this guy's an implementer. So much so he believes in this concept. He's got business, or he's got cards here for you. Out of his stock. And what I want you to do is I want you to take action on what you just learned. You've written down five names, pick one. And I want you to write a handwritten note to somebody you care about. Ten. Okay. So I'll give them about three. How much time do you need? Are you coming back up? I mean, I can just to kind of figure out, but not really. I'm good, but it's... Okay. Oh, we're good. This is, this is actually a... What's up? Ah. Yep. 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 Yeah. I write like that normally because I can See, yeah. Yes. The right ear. It's a cool exercise. By the way, um, a couple things. If you're um, if you're struggling, just get started. <laughs> just get started. One of the things I hear often from people is, uh, "I don't like my handwriting." Candidly, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I, 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 Dennis just said, I hate my handwriting. No, 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 no. By the way, if you get a note from Dennis, you're not going to hate his handwriting. You're going to be thankful for it. Guys, here's what I would do. Anytime you're feeling, anytime you get that component of a negative thought, if you get a negative thought when you're trying to do a positive thing, so hear me out on this. If you're getting a negative thought when you're trying to do a positive thing, I want you to change your mindset here for a second. When you're getting a negative thought, when you're trying to do a positive thing, I want you to remember you're being selfish. Uh -huh. I heard one groan. So Dennis, just Dennis, thank you by the way for a minute. Dennis goes, I don't like my handwriting. Dennis, that's selfish. You're, you're keeping a gift. Somebody's gonna get a gift of a handwritten note where you're doing all these things and it's gonna lift them up and you're keeping it to yourself because of a limiting belief about your handwriting. <laughs> Put the good in the world. So if you could hit the pause button on your note if you haven't finished it. Um, we're gonna try to make sure we honor time and get you out of here. Um, so real quick, what was most useful for you today? 
Yes. If anything, first time being here is I let myself know how much I've left kind of negativity through news and Twitter and everything else in the world kind of just impact me and kind of open my mind. I need to get rid of those. Yeah. Our thoughts, uh, our thoughts have the ability to kill, steal, and destroy our dreams and our aspirations. So I'm glad to hear that. So that's good. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. John. You know, I've heard for years, do the handwritten note. But it was the fact that we, you said, write down five people and you send it out to I've got eight. And then we took an action. Boom. So. Implementation creates influence. Good. Thanks, John. Yes, Lori. I'll speak back to the, the negativity that we allow to creep in. Um, I talk about this event because being in a space of like-minded people reminds us to step into the positivity. Step. That's good, Lori. And when we get kind of lost in that, you come back into a room like this, it gives you that reminder. reignites the flame. Yep. Boom. Look, this little fist bump here. By the way, you hear us say it all the time. And Lori, I'll say it to you. The room is better with you in it. And that's, that's the event we want to create. So for those of you who are using this event as part of your connection offense, like Matt is, like Angie is, like David is, like Mark is, I'd encourage you, invite somebody you care about because the room will be better because they're in it. You being here, I didn't catch your name, by the way. My name's Tom. Tom, thank you. Those are great words of encouragement. They're, you're not the only one to experience that day, so thank you for sharing that. All right. So we got the best box lunch ever. By the way, you can come back there. The boxes are back there. You just simply go grab a box, come sit down, or invite some people, and you continue the conversation and maybe talk about your handwritten notes afterwards. That's, that's the beauty. That's why we re relaunched that. So we want you to stick around, have some conversation, so the positivity continues, and hopefully the implementation continues to grow. All right, so a couple things. We talked about June 15th. Uh, that's our next event. Some of you are putting that on your calendar, just making it a recurring event. Um, you can do that, and then when you register for the event, you can share that link with people that you care about. That helps them register and get on our mailing list. The truth of the matter is, what I tell people is even if you can't make it because it's free, if you want to get on the mailing list so that you know and get an email, have them register. It's that simple. So that way they're in the, they get an invite on a monthly basis. All right. We talked about this last month. We have anybody attending Jumpstart on, on June 8th? Raise your hand if you're attending. Yeah, we've got over 30 people now registered for Jumpstart. I'm going to share this with you again. It's on June 8th. We haven't done this since 2019 because of the pandemic. And then we spent some years on Zoom. And then we relaunched this event live. Now, by the way, we've been going for 12 years, even through a pandemic. We did it on Zoom. But we haven't done a live event where we're covering all this content. For the last six months, or five months, we have been covering things out of Jumpstart. And the energy, the, everybody's heard, it's always back to the basics in the business that we're in. We put the basics into a course that has helped many people. It's first of all, we've implemented, I've implemented this stuff personally. Our team has implemented it. It's how we are building our business. And we're just sharing that. And there's so many others that have done it. So the event is gonna be on June 8th. Now, a couple things. This course, uh, we're getting ready to launch this thing online. It's going to be a several thousand dollar, over, it's going to be about $1,800 online for the course that we're about to sh share here. We're trying to help this community, the St. Louis community, do business and make an impact in a, in a giving way. So the course normally runs $497, already discounted. If you sign up today, it's $297. After today, it's $497. Now you might ask, why are we doing that? 
well, we're nice people, we want, yes, the discount, but most people say, well, why, why, why can't I get it later? Here's why. You probably won't do it if you don't do it now. We, want, we just want implementers. We want to get implementers into the room who are committed to learn something and take some action. So it's $297 if you want to attend it. Here's what you're going to get. First of all, it's, it works. So it's back. And um, here's, some, here's some testimonials. We have hundreds of people have been through this course on a local basis. Paige had this to say about uh, Jumpstart. It showed me how to step-by-step -step way to build my referral business in a way that comes from contribution. Excellent course for anyone in the referral business. So it doesn't matter which profession, this will help you build your referral-based business. Here's another example. I'll come to a few, but uh, this event is for you. So Jumpstart's for you if you're constantly wondering where your next referral's coming from. I know some of you are new in business. So if you're wondering, I don't know where my referral's gonna come from, and then there's other things that you, you've got a desire to build the relationships and refer, that refer you often, but you don't know who to talk to or what to say. That is the most common thing I hear from sales professionals that want more referrals. I don't know who to talk to and I don't know what to say. If you feel that way, then Jump Start's for you. Now, Dennis kind of mentioned, hey, you know, we, we, we feel selfish or awkward asking for referrals. We will show you some ways. There's many ways to ask for referrals. I'm not a big asker. I don't like to ask for referrals. I like to have referral conversations. We're gonna cover a way to have conversations that increase the likelihood of a referral by 41% in this course. So you'll walk away with that. That one question could change your business altogether. It did mine. You struggle to set goals and create consistent momentum. Dawn's over there standing in front of her is the book, The 12-Week Year. We've taken and curated the best concepts from the 12-Week Year. You don't have to go read a book. You can spend a day with us. We show you how to implement this. You'll walk away with a plan on how to double your referrals in the next 84 days. Which, by the way, 7 times 12 is 84. That's where that comes from, 12 weeks. All right. So, like I said, you'll learn how to develop a radically referable mindset. Joe covered part of it. We're going to cover one thing in there that increases, uh, there's one thing that we do in there that will teach you how to increase, statistically speaking, increases sales by 37%. You'll learn how to create momentum around your goals. You'll get a step-by-step -step roadmap. This is new, a step-by-step -step roadmap on how to, uh, how to engage existing relationships. So we've updated the material since 2019. I say we, Dawn, coming aboard, has updated this stuff in a degree. I see many of you smiling. She is, yes, so. And then how to use the connection offense to enhance relationships that help you accomplish your goals without being a taker. And how to use story selling to communicate to your community in an authentic way. So many of us he hesitate to share what we do and how we help because we don't have a good format for sharing it. We feel selfish doing it. We're gonna show you how to do it in an authentic way where your client or your referral partner is the guide. And here, this, um, this is from Chris. Chris went through this. He says, I knew my past clients had the potential to be a bigger part of my referral pipeline, but I didn't know how to engage them. I finally built my inventory of relational assets, something we teach in Jumpstart, and implemented just one strategy, and I got six referrals last week from just that one strategy. That was from Chris. And then, uh, by the way, I mentioned this guy's name earlier, and if you're trying to, by the way, I'm gonna nail this, it's Awani, and that's how you pronounce that, or you just call him David O as he goes by. But uh, David said, this is an end-to-end -end system to, to boost your referral business. Hands down, you cannot miss the class, worth a thousand times the price of admission. I like that positive projection, David, that we're, <laughs> someday. All right, David Awanian transformed St. Louis. So that was David. Um, and we got one more for you. Because guys, this works. And I'm, the testimonials are what fuel us. Because we want you to be in this class and we hope you're up here sharing your testimonial at some point. 
But the year before Jumpstart, now this is from Tatiana. Uh, the year before Jumpstart, I had closed about uh, a little over nine million. I completed the course at the year end. Back, this was back in 2019, or 18 she actually took it. And she had a baseline goal for, of 12 million. As of writing this note, a year after Jumpstart, I'm on track to hit my miraculous goal of 20 million. I wanna share these things with you, not in all a bragging way, that's her heart, that's what most people do in here. They struggle to acknowledge their wins because they're, they're givers. But Tatiana falls into that. She said, but in a celebrating way, what Jumpstart helped me accomplish in one short year. The great thing is the best is yet to come. And that was from Tatiana. So the event is, uh, the event is gonna be on June 8th. It's gonna be live, it's actually gonna be here. So we're gonna have it here. Um, the master class is 497. I mentioned that. You'll get a 12 week roadmap to referrals. That's brand new. You'll get the playbook, which we've got all these things here. So you can see the playbook is right here um, that we share with you. Um, and you'll get Academy. We talked about the Radically Referrable Academy. Guys, there are some amazing, if you're Academy members, get in there. So much of what we're covering here, there is an immense amount of resources inside the Academy. And you'll get access to that um, through the end of Q3. That's $195 value. Now, by the way, if you can't afford $297, number one, we're gonna, it's a money back guarantee. So if you buy the course and it doesn't, it doesn't serve you well, let me know, I'll write you a check or Venmo or whatever you're doing these days, so. But, um, and if you can't, if that doesn't fit your budget, guys, jump into the Academy, it's $39 a month. Now you don't get, you don't get Dawn, you don't get me, you get, uh, you, in the Academy, there's just, it's an online course and you got online resources there. Here, we're gonna bring it all to life and support you with the Academy after the event. And then the total investment's about 1,086 bucks. And today it's 297. So if you're interested, we've got a, code somewhere, Don. Yep, there it is right there. If you want, get your phone out because it's real simple. Pull out your phone, scan the code, register. It's that simple. We're gonna help you double your referrals in the next 84 days. And all you gotta do, by the way, did the code work? That is, that is a cool shirt. Baby back, did it work? The answer is yes, good, all right. So you can scan it, it'll open up a page, you just put your information in there, and then come up here, and we've got some bonuses for you. We've got some books, Don, what all do we have for them? So if, when they register today, they're gonna get the Jumpstart book at the class. Yep. And then, yeah, we can let them choose the book. What do you yep. think, can you just let them choose the book? We'll do, we're gonna let them do it. And by the way, we've got three, two, one journals up here if you need a journal. So um, you can grab a journal or one of the books, and, uh, and that'll be a bonus for today. So, um, right. so scan the code, pull out your phone, scan the code, and then walk up here and get your bonuses. And uh, that's, our, that's our event here today. So, closing. Again, I love all of you. I love all of the beautiful emails. Thank you, about how I get back to the show that it was yesterday. At 11.30 tonight, it becomes 4.97. There's nothing I can do for you. So you have 11.30. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna give you a closing thought here as we wrap up. So don't ask yourself how long, I talked about this last, don't ask yourself how long it will take. Ask yourself, the better question is how far will this take me? Guys, I'm telling you, Jumpstart will help you build a business for the long run. You'll get referral partners that will refer you time and time again, and there's, I've been in the mortgage business for 20 years, and I still have referral partners referring and clients referring from them. This stuff works. We're sharing it with you because we want you to grow your radically referrable business. So, it'll last you. So, I'm gonna put the code back up there. And uh, if you're here for the first time, I'd love to hear what you thought of the event. And if you've signed up for the event, come up here and we'll get you taken care of. And right now, I'm gonna turn it over to you guys uh, for the box lunch. You can stick around and have that, finish your handwritten note. And um, so until, for this time and until next time, continue to study things that matter, practice things that matter, 
and then share things that matter with people who care. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it. Another Mastermind Project Podcast. We want to thank you for being here and investing in yourself. Uh, that's the key to growth because we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So thank you for investing in yourself. We hope that you found something here useful. As a matter of fact, it's our desire that you've heard something from this podcast that would make a difference if you implement it in your business. And we know that success favors the speed of implementation. Take a note, take action on something that you've learned here. It'll make a difference. We'd love to hear about it. So, and you can also join us and tell us a little bit about it at our next live event. And you can register for that at www.briankmcrae.com www.briankmcrae.com. We've got our mastermind event schedule there and you can join us virtually uh, at our next event on the third Thursday of the month. So for this time and until next time, study things that matter, practice things that matter and teach things that matter to people who care. Appreciate you.